thing we're gathered here tonight for is to celebrate God's work in our graduates' lives, their families, and really celebrate with them and celebrate with um, God's kingdom, um, the work that he's bringing about in the lives of these men. So I want to lead us in prayer and uh, share a couple things um, before we get into our graduates. Father, I thank you for tonight. We thank you, Father, for this great celebration. And Father, I'm thankful tonight for those who have gathered together to support, to encourage, um, to inspire um, the brothers who are in the program as well as those who are graduating. And Father, we know that this is an important time as they have accomplished what they've accomplished. At the same time, Father, the challenges remain before them. And Father, we pray that tonight will be a great night of encouragement for them as they continue to fight the good fight, as they continue to um, hold to the commitments they have made and walk out the uh, lifestyle that they've committed themselves to and enjoy, Father, the life that is truly life. We pray, Father, that you'll bless each and every one of them, grant them great success in their years to come. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. As we... Uh, as we start tonight, you know, this is Christmas, right? Merry Christmas. Um, we're celebrating the Christmas season, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And Matthew reveals an amazing story that I want to share with you little pieces of tonight out of Matthew chapter 2. So it begins with this pilgrimage of these wise men from the east. And it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. And I think it's interesting, you know, as Magi arrive to Jerusalem seeking the king of the Jews, one of the things that you have to ask yourself is, who are these men, right? What are they? I mean, they're, they are, we believe they're from Persia, or what we would know as Iran. They are wise men, as is mentioned. We don't know how many of them there are, by the way. Um, and we know that they're scholars, that they're leaders in their society, they're educators. Um, they are wealthy men um, who had traveled. They're astronomers, obviously astrologers. They look at the stars for guidance and for direction as a message from the gods. And so uh, they're very much drawn by the star. And so they choose, apparently, they have such an interest to find out who this king of the Jews is that they're willing to uh, make a trek that's incredibly dangerous, um, life-threatening, expensive, disruptive pilgrimage to a small little town called Jerusalem to celebrate this birth of the king of the Jews, all because they saw a star, all because there's this star caught their attention. And it's interesting to me that even today we still see strangers coming together from diverse places, from various life circumstances, with a multitude of motivations, seeking hope, seeking help, and drawn by a common need. God uses whatever will capture our attention to draw us to his Savior. For these men, it was a star. But the question I guess I have for each and every one of us is, all of us have a star. I don't know what your star is. But something God will use to draw you. And in many cases, tonight, for family members, for instance, it may have been your loved one who chose to come to this program, and that becomes your star that draws you. And the need that you have gone through, the struggles as a family we have faced. 
And so tonight, we're celebrating the star that drew us to the star. So I want to begin with uh, tonight, we got um, one rediscovery brother who's graduating tonight, which is our non-residential program, Mike Ross, who's our program director, will be introducing him and sharing um, his journey. Mike. So Rediscovery is our outpatient program for both men and women. We meet once a week and the people that participate, we do drug testing, we study about the life of Jesus, and we do MR, MRT. And uh, it's, I'm really excited about our graduates. Now, one of them couldn't, is not here tonight, but we do have Jim Green, who will be uh, receiving a certificate tonight. Now, when I think of Jim Green, a number, you guys know when I go to that mode, something's coming up, right? Yeah, these guys know. So a number immediately comes to mind. What number is that, Mr. Green? Three, sir. Three, sir. Yes, yes. Sorry, Jim. You only thought you were graduating tonight. <laughs> um, this is a, an inside joke because in, in MRT, in step, at the end of step three, it states that you must maintain exemplary group behavior and personal behavior from this point on. Rule infractions or bad attitudes about rules, relationships, or situations indicate non-acceptance. And we'll send you back to redo any or all steps at any time. I got a lot of mileage out of this. Um, <laughs> um, I would always play around with Jim and just, just tell him, oh, dude, step three. <laughs> and so it kind of became a, became a running joke. Uh, and he already knew that this was going to happen because he told me before, he goes, you can do the thing about step three tonight. He goes, you probably already have it written down. You're, you're a mind reader. I must be really transparent. Jim did a fantastic job in rediscovery. And Jim, it's been a, an honor and privilege to walk with you as you've walked through your time in rediscovery. And I look forward to continuing to walk with you as you continue to navigate things that are uh, in front of you. And I'm excited that you get to hear a little bit about his journey tonight. Let's give it up for Jim Green. Yeah, step three scared me to death because I didn't want to go back. Uh, it's kind of like having the church giggles. And I'm sure y'all know about that. When you know it's going to happen, but you can't do anything about it. And so I started, and I knew I had a smart aleck comment to give to Mike at some point at every meeting, but I couldn't do anything about it. It just came out. And I was like, step three again. Oh, man, I'm going back to step three. But my name's Jim. Like I said, I, I had it all, guys. I had it all. I had very large house, beautiful, beautiful wife, three wonderful kids. They're all in college. Well, one is graduating or one is graduated and he's engaged. And I've got a senior in college at Birmingham Southern and a junior at college at Birmingham Southern. So I, I had it all. 
and one 12 ounce can, well, there was a, it was a lot more than one 12 ounce can, but that brought me to my knees. Just why couldn't I control it? It's, it destroyed everything that I had, but I'm coming back. And part of this program was so huge in that. Uh, I'm in sales and part of sales is being who you think they want you to be. So alcohol became part of that. It was part of my costume. I had to put on, oh, I got to put on my gym suit. So I'd start drinking. And then I was who I thought they wanted me to be. But they started buying from me and were my customers and loved me for who I was before I was had that stupid costume on. So I'm just moving around. I'm apologizing to people. I can't control how they react to my changes. I've gone through programs, I've gone through treatments. I'm doing the right things. I'm doing what I need to be doing. I feel like I cannot control others. I, I mean, that's, that's just part of it. You want to be somebody different? Change your playmates, change your playground. Be somebody, surround yourself with people that truly love you for who you are. And I've done that. Or I'm trying to do that. I'm pushing away the people that I thought loved me, but expected, expected things from me. And that's not the way to live. That's not the way to live. You got to be open, love people, serve others. Don't expect anything. And let the people that love you, love you that don't expect anything. Be that guy. As far as rediscovery and MRT program, I learned you, I'm not the I'm not the victim. I caused all of this. But I'm doing everything I can to try to make it right. But like I said earlier, you can't control other people's actions, other people's feelings. You can't. You just you do the next right thing. If if I leave here, and I have no idea what I'm saying, but do the next right thing. I mean, that's MRT, rediscovery brought me closer to God. I was always sitting on the fence. I was a Christian. But now he's my God. I can I can talk to him like, like I'm sitting next to... Tom or whoever, I, hey, you know, help me, you know, it's, it's not a Christmas list. 
you don't say, do this for me, please do this for me, please give me this, please. Just ask for wisdom. It's his will, and he's going to make it. But a wise man told me within the last week, because I've been trying not, I, I have a hard time forgiving myself for the damage I've done. A wise man told me last week, he said, isn't that a little arrogant? I was like, well, what do you mean? No, 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 no. He said, no, that's arrogant because God, God's already done it. So you think you're better than God? I was like, mm -mm, no, I ain't even close. <laughs> no. So if I leave you with anything, and I know there's a lot of people rolling through here, do the next right thing. God bless you. The first thing, we have a MRT coin for you, a graduate program graduate coin, and it says do the right thing. It's actually on that coin. And uh, yeah, man, you, you're like hitting it tonight. Um, and so Rediscovery proudly presents a certificate of completion to Jim Green, dated November 29th, 2022. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Congratulations, Thank Jim. You, okay, let's come over. Come over here. The journey that these wise men were on, I want to kind of read a little more from the text. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people. He inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, by no means least, no, by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. Um, and he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. You know, I mentioned these men are committed to a long, dangerous journey. Some 1,200 miles they would track over a three-month period of time simply one way. To arrive initially in Jerusalem where they were expecting to find the king of the Jews because obviously the king of the Jews would be born in the capital of Judaism in Jerusalem. And so they would go expecting to find the king there. However, they found at Herod's palace, no baby had been born, no king was available and so Herod, troubled by that idea, began to search and they discovered that maybe possibly, if Micah's right, Bethlehem would be that place. And so they would take a journey to Bethlehem. These men were not sure exactly what they were looking for. But they, when they found it, they knew it. And I think about these wise men very much similar to the brothers that we're honoring tonight. Because these men came on a search. And they weren't sure exactly what they were looking for, or what it would mean, what this journey would mean for them. 
But because they gave themselves over to the journey fully and completely, they have discovered something that has changed their life. They've all taken a unique journey. They've devoted nine months to this program. And tonight, they are our wise men. And so I want to introduce each of them and give them their coin tonight. We're going to give them their coin first. A little out of sync of what I normally do. But I want to give them their coin. The coin um, represents their uh, accomplishment. And uh, it's just kind of a token of something they can hang on to, keep in their pocket, keep in their wallet, keep along with them to remind them of the accomplishments they have had and celebrate that and be reminded, as this coin reminds us, that we are protected by the full armor of God as this battle is not going to stop. It's not going to cease wage, being waged, but it's going to continue and sometimes get more intense. And so it's going to be important that they they've received the protection they have, the strength they have, because they have, as wise men, celebrate their Savior. So um, I'm going to invite you guys one at a time up to uh, get your coin and your certificate. First of all, Mr. Jeremiah Okabunye. And here's your certificate. Uh, and by the way, you're going to sit up here after this, okay? So don't forget that part. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Jeremiah Okabunye. He entered, sought, found, says, began living his way, dated November 14th of 2022. So congratulations. And our next wise man, Mr. Ray Kohler. This way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Ray Kohler. He entered, sought, found, says so began living his way, dated November 14th of 2022. Congratulations. All right, next, Mr. Jonathan Wilburn. Here's your, your coin and your certificate. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Jonathan Wilburn. He entered, sought, found, and successfully began living his way, dated November 14th of 2022. Congratulations. And next, Mr. Michael French. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion of Michael French. He entered, sought, found, says so began living his way, dated November 19th of 2022. Congratulations. Wow. Next, Mr. Jonathan Fletcher. Here's your coin. 
His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Jonathan Fletcher, he entered, sought, found, says, began living his way, dated November 20th of 2022. Congratulations. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Timothy Davis. His Way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Timothy Davis, he entered, sought, found, says, began living his way, dated December 11th of 2022. Congratulations. I want to say a prayer for these brothers. Now, a couple other things to share before we hear from them for a minute. Heavenly Father, I thank you for these men. I thank you for bringing them to us, that we could be a part of their family, part of their journey. And Father, we're thankful that because they were willing to take this journey, Father, that they have come to know Jesus in a special way. They have come to recognize and embrace him and embrace the life that you have through him for each one of them. And Father, I pray that you will bless them on this journey as they give themselves to you. I pray that they'll continue to deepen their faithfulness to you, their walk with you, that they may enjoy the life that they've begun, that they may continue it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. One of the, uh, by the way, I meant to say this, I didn't say it, but just so you know, we've had... Um, Mr. Jeremiah is our 447th graduate, Ray our 448th, Jonathan our 449th, Michael our 450th graduate, 451 and 452 graduates from his way over 15 years. And so congratulations on that. I want to read a, couple, a brief portion of this continued story. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. You know, I always find this is an interesting story. By the way, I always try to emphasize to the guys, by the way. Um, I know we have this wonderful, beautiful nativity scene that we enjoy on our front lawns on Christmas. However... The wise men never showed up at the manger. Um, they never met the shepherds that we know of. These were two very separate events that took place. In fact, the wise men probably would have arrived at Jesus' house with his parents many months, if not a year or so after Jesus had been born. And when they just get there, I find it just a beautiful story. Here's a toddler. Here's a baby. Here's a um, little peasant's home where Joseph and Mary are living, raising their first son. And these three, or however many there are, unique men from halfway around the world show up. And when they discover the baby, they bow down and worship. And I find that an amazing thing because there was nothing specifically special about a little baby. And yet they recognized and saw in him that he was going to change the world. And so they honored him as a king and they gave him gold. They honored him as their priest with incense and offered him frankincense. And they saw and recognized that he would be a lamb, that he would be a sacrifice. 
and they offered him myrrh as the embalming spices of that one who would give his life. And like these men came as well to worship with their gifts. They gave of their time. They gave of their lives. They gave of their futures. They gave of their families. They gave of their finances. They gave of so many things in order to discover this one most significant thing, that Jesus Christ truly can be king of our lives. I, uh, I'd just like to say uh, that I thank God for his way. Um, thank you for blessing this place, blessing the counselors here and Miss Sherry. Um, they all genuinely love all of us and care for our well-being. Uh, they care for our future, and I've said it many times, I believe the Holy Spirit dwells here. I can feel it every time I pull in the driveway. He watches over us every day and gives us hope for our future. Thank you. The last verse in this story it says, after the wise men had gotten there and that they had worshipped and, and bowed down and offered the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, it says this, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. And I think one of the things that's exciting to watch is as each of these brothers came from different directions, from different lives, from different experiences, came here and found a place to worship that they will go in different directions, that they'll go in different ways. Some are going home. Some are going to the transition houses. Some are staying here in the advanced recovery group. And so we're all on a different journey, and the path is very different from each and every one of us, but the Jesus is the same. And we're thankful tonight that God is on us, with us on our journeys. Wherever those journeys take us, ultimately, they take us to Him. So tonight, one of the, we have two guys going to be staying for our advanced recovery group. One of those, Tim Davis, is going to uh, share with us. I did it. I did it. I did it. All right. Hi, my name is Timothy Joseph Davis. I am a new creation and a grateful recovering addict. Um, you know, when I came here, my life was more than a wreck, um, but I knew something was missing and I wanted, I wanted to learn how to cope with life cause it just keeps happening. Um, and the last thing I did was come here to make friends. Um, but everything that I wanted when I came here, I got, and, uh, I got a family, like everybody associated with this program is, is it's crazy. Um, so since I've been here, I've learned so many things, uh, but not, there's no way I could touch on all of them. So uh, I'm gonna touch on the most important. Um, I learned about love. Um, I learned, I learned how to love myself enough to be able to forgive myself for all the mistakes I made. I learned how to love other people for the mistakes they made. 
I learned that love is patient, love is kind, and uh, it's also the secret ingredient of Miss Cherry's food. <laughs> um, I learned that love is meant to be embraced and shared with everybody, everywhere, at all times. Um, Psalms 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. I stand before everybody in this room as living proof that God kept that promise. Um, my heart truly desires the ability to be a good son, father, and friend. And today, I can proudly say that my mom's proud to have her son back. My friends enjoy having their friend back. And my kids enjoy having a father that they can learn from and depend on. Um, I'm grateful that God loved me and everybody in this room enough to make this program and have it ready, readily available so we could have the opportunity to reclaim, rebuild, and restore our lives. And in that, we'll be able to have a positive impact on our loved ones. Um, I could go through a list, but I'd be here forever. Anybody that's affiliated with this program in the past, present, future, my heart goes out to you. And uh, I hope that y'all know that I'm here for you like y'all are here for me. Thank you, guys. Well, one thing about our wise men graduate site is that all of them were, when I discussed it with them, pretty uh, shy about wanting to have to get in front of all you guys and talk. That's why I had to say, yeah, I'll do something, so they did. But I thought, after being here, that some of y'all may want to say something anyway. So I've left a couple minutes. If uh, one of y'all want to come up, y'all can take turns if no one wants to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I, I really do want to thank each and every one of y'all, especially my co-workers, my family members, putting up with me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, friendly reminders to the boys over here. Lydia is not a town. <laughs> nor a city and you gotta watch Doug Stogner wherever he's at you ever catch him with a pill on a blanket you better run because he's got the Stogner chop <laughs> thank y'all I just want to be able to say uh, uh, this is a third time for me to be through this program and uh, each time I've come away with something and uh, I just want to thank everybody from uh, Tom Doug, who uh, called because, you know, uh, everybody needs a kind of like a life preserver, you know, when you're in that water, you feel yourself sinking. So I just want to thank all of y'all and also new new guys. I'll, I'll say uh, just uh, hang in there. There's a lot of paperwork, but just hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I want to say. Thank you. Y'all, oh, appreciate the program. It helped me out a lot. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> Jeremiah won't get away with it that easily. Um, we have two of our brothers that are choosing to stay for our advanced recovery group. So stay in another three to six more months to continue to work on their own recovery as well as commit 
to uh, giving back to the program and helping provide leadership and encouragement to our new guys uh, along the way. Um, and in order to bring them in officially, we have our two current ARG brothers, Daryl Brown and Seth Bond. And uh, so they're going to take you through the pledge and give you your bands and uh, say a prayer over you. So uh, Jeremiah and Tim, if you guys want to step up too, I will turn over to Daryl. As a member of His Way Advanced Recovery Group, you will be expected to be a servant leader. Just as Jesus taught when he told his disciples, whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be a servant. Jesus also said from everyone who has been given much, much will be required. As a member of ARG, you will be entrusted with an important role in, in the His Way ministry because you have been given much, much opportunity, much love, much forgiveness, much mercy, and most importantly, much grace. Finally, Paul instructed his young disciple, Timothy, to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Timothy Davis and Jeremiah Okabanye, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and ministry? And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community, we would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you for this joyous night. We praise your name, knowing that without you, none of us could be here. Tonight, Father, I lift up two servants to you, Jeremiah and Tim that you may guide them in their next season of life. Give them patience and strength so that they can deal with anything that this world may throw at them. And give them wisdom so that they can continue to help this ministry that changes the life of men each day. And I pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Our kind Heavenly Father, we're joyful tonight we're thankful for these men and for the progress that they've made, for the growth that we've seen. And as we witness now, the impact they have on their families. We pray that you'll bless them, bless their families as they either stay here or go somewhere else. That they'll continue to follow you, that they'll be a blessing to their families and to their community and to themselves and become the men that you created them to be in jesus name amen